Welcome to First Fleet 10-4. Well, welcome back. We are back uh, live again with the uh, First Fleet 10-4 podcast. It's been a while, and uh, we are certainly glad to be back. Uh, I am Mark McKnight uh, here today with a couple of, of hosts and co-hosts, and uh, welcome Austin Henderson. Hi, thanks. I'm glad to be here. We just came through a transition season here. We implemented Workday, and uh, we've got a lot of things happening around the horn here. So uh, glad to be here and talk with you and hopefully catch some of our drivers up on what's happening around the around the organization a little bit. Yeah, uh, somebody was talking about this morning about something that happened at the end of August, and it's hard to believe we're approaching October 1st uh, this week. And uh, I thought 2020 went by fast, but uh, I think 2021 has uh, definitely beat it. Yeah, without a doubt. For me, I could say that with certainty. Now, I don't know if that's pandemic-related stuff or just the pace of life, but it certainly feels like 2021 flew by, without a doubt. Well, I know personally for you, you spent a lot of time in 2020 rolling out the platform science uh, telematics devices, you and a large team. Uh, and then you jumped right into uh, kind of project management on what you mentioned uh, as far as Workday. So, yeah, I know you're kind of glad to see 2021 probably come to a close and just kind of put a put a stamp on it and say, okay, let's move on. Yeah. I mean, you know, the platform science project was across the organization. There's probably no one in the organization that wasn't touched in some way by that project. And we finished that up with the help of a very large team throughout the organization. I'm thankful for that for sure. Uh, and then we rolled right into the workday transition, and that took the better part of most of 2021 to to pull off. And our first paycheck happened in the first week of the first paycheck in September was the first paycheck when we were live on workday. So yeah, without a doubt, um, I'm glad to have that project uh, be behind us a little bit at this point for sure. Just because of the workload and the amount of opportunities there were for things to things to go awry. And I'm thankful that uh, we, were, we were able to come through it relatively smoothly. Yeah. You know, five years ago when we came up with the core values and that the acronym of SERVE, and you look at that last E, which means embrace change. Yeah. Um, do you think we actually do you think we actually took all that into account whenever that last piece of that SERVE model came through that these two years, I mean, firstly, yes, and even the projects that you've been mentioned, but just the change that has occurred even as society. So we've definitely had to embrace a lot of change. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the, the world around us is changing so quickly and our expectations are changing quickly. The things that we, we, we interact with technology in a way that our expectation is I'm going to push a button and things are going to happen and information is going to be available to me. I'm not going to have to fill out a paper form to make a change in something to do with my employment or my banking institution or really most anything in my life. I'm going to open up the app. I'm going to make the change. The change is going to happen and it's going to be with, um, you know, go relatively smoothly. And so I feel like the amount of change that we've had to embrace in the last couple of years is really just a direct reflection of the way society is moving in terms of integration, in terms of um, efficiency, and in terms of really just embracing technology um, in order to help people work in more efficient ways. So I see, see that in the cab of the truck, and we see that all the way through into the payroll departments and the benefits teams and all these other opportunities that we have. Uh, we're working very diligently to be more efficient. So without a doubt, I think um, I'm I'm very thankful that as a core value that we we do have this embracing change as a reality of progress because as we keep moving forward and as the organization grows, some things will need to be adjusted. And one of those things was this system of, of the one that we had was on its way out. And when I say on its way out, I mean it was Microsoft had reached a decision that that product was no longer going to be a valid product for them. 
that's bad for an organization that depends upon it to process payroll every week. So instead of waiting for that deadline to smack us in the face, we got in front of it and started making changes and planning to replace that system in a way that we could do it on a timetable that made sense to us and was relatively um, gave us some stability in the transition. So that that was the primary driving force. There was the reality that the organization is growing, the system we had wasn't scaling well with us. Oh, and by the way, it also was at the end of life, which meant it had to, we had to find a replacement for it. And a lot of time was taken to make sure that we got the right product for what our organization needs. You know, the last time we implemented a new payroll system was January of 2003. So 18 years ago, the product that we purchased fit well for our organization back then. And it was kind of like that was kind of like that that perfect mid, mid-level software that we needed. And we've come a long way since then. And technology, as you mentioned, has come a long way since then. And the needs of our associates have, even beyond that, come a long way since then. So it's definitely, as you mentioned earlier, putting more power in the hands of our associates to be able to do what they want to do. Because everybody that's sitting around this table is very intimate with the whole project that went along with the work they putting it together. But at the end of at the first of September, somebody looks out and says, "What? What happened? Why? Why did they do this? What? What? what you know? What changed?" You know, we try to make it communicate as much as possible. Your team did a great job as communicating as much as possible. But there's always that why now factor. Yeah, and as absolutely. you mentioned, we we definitely needed to do that because, you know, we always process payroll on Wednesday afternoons. And sometimes those Wednesday afternoons became into Wednesday nights to be able to, in order to get something paid, everybody paid because something didn't flow right that afternoon. Yeah, I mean, the scale of the organization has grown dramatically over the last 18 years. So the product did mature in some ways. And there were adjustments made along the way to help it accommodate. But the reality is on... Each week, we're processing somewhere around 65,000 various pay items for the entire organization. And that's a lot to pull off in a given week. And as a result of that, um, you know, there were instances where the payroll team was working late into the night to make that make those windows and those deadlines for our employees happen so that the deposits happened as planned and on the schedule that we have promised on a weekly basis. So, yes, I mean, without a doubt, in, the, in 18 years, a lot of things have changed. Um, some of those just people's expectations of how they're going to interact with their employer, some of that in terms of uh, taxation changes and benefits adjustments that have been there. There's more benefits available now than we ever had 18 years ago. And so as a result of that, it was just, it really was time to make that that change. Now, having said that, there definitely were opportunities, and particularly the first week, where we recognized some of the information didn't flow as as, as seamless as we wanted it to. And the driver community on uh, Facebook was certainly very quick to let us know about that. And, you know, in full disclosure, um, we we knew that we were going to have to make some adjustments on the fly. And the driver community really was very gracious in that regard, providing screenshots. Some of them were uploading videos saying, hey, this is what I see. This is what I used to see. And that gave us an opportunity to really get in front of the problem that the drivers were calling out and make uh, adjustments so that we could do our best to put those things back to a way that made made sense. And the, the primary example that I can think of was there was a little bit of a loss of visibility on that first check around the specific items a driver was being paid for. I would say within a handful of days, we were back to a place where that was as they expected. And I think that has normalized to a way that the drivers are satisfied now with the visibility they have on their checks. So that's a very encouraging thing to have a driver community and an employee community out there that is 
um, gracious and also understanding at the same time, providing us with feedback that says, hey, this is what it needs to look like, or this is why I need to see this information. So yeah, without a doubt, there have been a few struggles along the way, but I'm, I'm grateful to have the, the uh, driver community that we have. I agree. Yeah, the feedback's been, been key to be able to uh, respond as quickly as, as the teams have. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt, for definitely. sure, for sure. Obviously, there's some still some things we, we're still definitely working at. It's a huge, it's a huge project. Uh, it's and this one, this one entailed uh, HR and payroll. Uh, and now we've got phase two coming on, which is more on the financial side. And you know, it doesn't impact the day to day, but uh, it's going to be over the next 12 to 14 months that we're going to be implementing that piece of it. So that's where some of the resources will also be tied. But we appreciate everybody's patience and uh, and again letting everybody know whether it's the the support team with technology, uh, human resources, or payroll, and kind of giving the the day to day feedback of what what situations are still outstanding. So again, please know that you know the teams are working through those, and uh, we're doing our best here to to uh, resolve whatever situations that that you may have. Yeah, without a doubt. I'll just give a quick plug. Support at firstfleetinc.com. That's the easiest way to get assistance, provide feedback. We are paying attention on Facebook as well, although sometimes it's a little harder to triage those issues and care for them because the threads can get sort of long um, in running in different directions. So if you'll reach out to support at firstfleetinc.com, provide screenshots and give us information, we'll do our best to try and streamline those processes or rectify the situations that that we can um, in a timely manner. Thanks for everything. Did a great job. Uh, I mentioned that Friday's October 1st, which is hard to believe. But we all know what October brings. It brings open enrollment. And uh, it is a period of the year that uh, the human resource and benefits team spends pretty much 10 months before that, or nine months, I should say, preparing for. Uh, it's not just like in October 1st, we push a button and everything just kind of comes to life. Uh, everything is being built uh, prior to that. So uh, we do have Alicia Young, our HR director here, uh, to kind of give us some ideas and some thoughts and some different changes and some, some things to look forward to as we approach open enrollment. Alicia. Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for having me. It is what I call the most wonderful time of the year, open enrollment. Um, some things that you know, I like to think are staying the same, and that is every year open enrollment is October 1st through 31st, so we have 31 days to participate in open enrollment. Make changes, add dependents, delete dependents, add maybe new coverages that you maybe didn't first elect when you were a new hire. This would be your one chance to add those things that you may have you know previously thought about. So um, whether it be medical, dental, vision, short-term disability, long-term disability, uh, I think it's a great time to do more than just add, though. You may want to take the opportunity to evaluate your life insurance. You can do that during open enrollment. Look at the amount that you currently have. You may want to make some adjustments and take it up a, you know, ten, twenty, or thirty thousand dollars, and make sure that you have enough life insurance to take care of your family. Check everybody else's life insurance out, and then also verify your dependents. Maybe you have some dependents that went on to get a job this year, and you no longer need to pay for them. Also, I think it's a great time, even though we don't generally promote 401k during open enrollment, we tend to concentrate on the medical, dental vision. You can actually enroll in 401k every single day of the week, but open enrollment is when people generally look at their benefit selections. So go ahead and also look at your 401k. Maybe it's time to take it up a percent or two and make sure you're really planning for your retirement in the future or Look at also your beneficiaries. 
it's a good time for your life insurance as well as for your 401k to look at your beneficiaries. Maybe things have changed with your relationships. You want to make sure that you do have those things already set in place for beneficiaries. As far as open enrollment, you don't actually have to do anything if you don't want to. It's considered passive. So if you like everything that you have right now, you can leave it as is. You don't have to do anything. It will carry over uninterrupted into 2022. The only thing that I would say to that is the only exception would be your flexible spending account. If you would like to have a flexible spending account in 2022, you will have to enroll in that this year. Even if you've had one for the last five years, if you still want one in 2022, you will have to elect a flexible spending account. Alicia, thanks for that update. And uh, I know that uh, your, your team is ready uh, to go. And I know that uh, we still work with Colonial, correct? Uh, we do. In regards to doing some some planning for us and some product development as far as outgoing. Sometimes they'll be able to go out to some of our sites, right? They've been a great resource to us again this year. We have about 25 terminals that did elect to have Colonial Life representatives come out to the terminal. They will be there ready to assist their, you know, everybody in the terminal that may have questions or need help. They can't actually, you know, enroll, physically enroll you, but they can help you enroll and they can answer. They're very educated on our plans and our everything that we offer at First Fleet. And so they are going to make themselves available for all the terminals that wanted one anyway to, you know, assist, ask questions. Of course, this year we still have or ask HR at firstfleetinc.com. We are also here at the HR office and can help with any questions that our associates have about open enrollment. We're glad to do that. Also, we Colonial has helped us with some new, I would say, communication design. So you'll see some new looks this year when you go out to our open enrollment site, which is firstfleetinc.com forward slash open enrollment. You'll want to check that out. It's the same site every year. You've been on it before, but the materials that you'll see on the site are a little bit different this year, and I like to think much better. They're in full color. They're much more engaging. We've went through the, you know, by by popular request, we went through the enrollment guide and slimmed it down just a bit and scaled it back so that it's just more specific and it's not 40 pages long, so I think you'll like it. Um, and mostly what I like is the full color. Um, so it makes it very easy and engaging to read. We have digital postcards that are going out to our employees this week. And then we've also had some mailers going out to associates that also Colonial Life has helped us with. And then We'll have some blog messages going out to everybody this week like we have in the past that will continue beyond this podcast to tell you and um, where to go, reminding you of the website, the phone numbers, where you can go to get help, questions, um, assistance maybe if it's the first time you've put your hands on our new workday system. Sometimes, you know, there'll be somebody to at least help you navigate through that. Um, again, this year, our Colonial Life team will also have Monday through Friday from 8 in the morning to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a call center and that will be set up to help with questions along with us here at the corporate office as well um, in the Human Resources Department. So feel free to use either or all of those resources. You have, again, 31 days 
um, to participate in open enrollment. If you, I just want to remind everybody that if you don't use this opportunity to add, edit, delete your benefits, whatever it is you'd like to do, your next opportunity will be next year during open enrollment, unless you were to have a an official life event such as birth, death, or marriage. So if I jump on Monday, November 1st and go, oh, I forgot to do this. Next opportunity would be October, October 1st, 1st, 2022. Okay. Just want to make sure. Yeah. Just, I, I'm, sometimes I'm late to the party on some certain things, so I just want to make sure. So I've got Alicia and my wife reminded me that yeah. <laughs> during Long October. Long time to wait. <laughs> Don't delay, I think, is the general theme I see there. Don't put it off. Yeah, That's right. Don't that's procrastinate. Right. But just a couple of things that you had mentioned is I know in the past, you know, when people are, you know, we have a lot of benefits and we have a lot of offerings out there under a number of different plans. One of probably one of the biggest things that people look at is the medical plan, because obviously there's more money involved in the medical plan than there is maybe some of the, some of the others. And so as far as weekly deductions, and if I want to kind of, if I want to go back and I want to learn more about, okay, I'm in this certain plan but I really want to evaluate and I want to learn more about what these other plans are. What's my what's my best route to go and, and to kind of learn more about if, what plan I'm on versus another plan that's an option? When you go to firstfleetinc.com forward slash open enrollment, it is going to take you into the Workday system, which is going to show you the current plan that you are on for if you have medical, dental, vision, whatever the case might be, whatever you have. That is going to show you what you currently have. But if you would like to know more about each one of those benefits, you you definitely want to go to firstfleetinc.com forward slash open enrollment because that's where you're going to find this year's most up-to-date enrollment guide that I was just talking about that's um, new and full color. But also beyond that, you will see leaflets at the bottom of that website about every single benefit because it can be a little overwhelming to read about like you said, we have so many benefits mm-hmm, at First mm-hmm. Fleet. Um, so it can be overwhelming sometimes to sit down and read a you know, a 20 or 30 page book about every single benefit. So you don't have to do that. There's also many leaflets there about every single benefits that you can break it up, I would say, into mini chunks that make it very easy to learn about your benefits. But beyond that, if you need help, you know, feel free to call us here at the office, ask for human resources. We're glad to walk through your plans with you. Also, the the call center, again, too, that we have set up, they are very well-versed on all the First Fleet plans. In fact, they take a test on it every year. So I'm happy to announce that everybody passed. So, they, sh- you know, all of us should be able to help. Okay. Well, that's good information. Thank you. I know over the past couple of years, we've really promoted the high-deductible health plan, which has the uh, health savings account attached to it. And we obviously, through that promotion, we've seen the numbers grow. So you see a lot more that are kind of moving towards the high-deductible health plan just for the benefits of cost savings and kind of put more power in your in your your hands for your, for your medical. Um, so I was just kind of curious on that and see exactly if anybody has any questions on that one. You mentioned 401k, and it's maybe it's outside of this open enrollment because you always have those opportunities to make those adjustments each month. Uh, but this year on January 1st, as a reminder, everybody went to all, uh, auto enrollment for mm-hmm. all new hires. And we've really seen some um, percentages and some numbers increase in regards to participation. So a lot have really opted in and just gone ahead and done the auto enrollment, which is, we feel like that's really helpful to our participants because it is helping our participants plan for retirement. So it's been encouraging to kind of go back and look in the in the site to see that we our numbers are increasing. 
So we just want to encourage everybody, as Alicia said, if you have any percentages you want to or make adjustments for, make them now, and they can be effective the 1st of October as well. You don't now have to wait is definitely the time to evaluate just everything. Yes. Benefits, 401k, beneficiaries. And maybe, you know, we started auto enrollment this year. So maybe if you're listening today, maybe you started with First Fleet five years ago when we didn't do automated enrollment. So you might want to go to principal.com and go ahead and enroll. And they have a feature that I think is so important. You can go ahead and press that step up, which means every year, let's do 1% more. You know, 1% more. You won't miss it, you know, when you go to do just 1% more each year. And the next thing you know, you're, you know, you're effectively saving for your future. Great points. Thank you very much. Thanks for putting everything together for us on that as well. Um, Back a few weeks ago, uh, during the CVSA Safety Week, we, our, our podcast team, took on a lot of information, and we had requested a lot of our um, associates to send in, call in, email, text, however we could, what their safety tips were. And I think we had a couple of different podcasts because we had so many safety tips that were provided. And we're very grateful for that, and we're very grateful for our drivers being as safe as possible out there and then helping others as well as they're out there. So part of that was a... Um, a raffle for a $25 gift card. And so we have some winners that we can announce on this podcast. So I hope you're listening. Do you have to be uh, present to attend to win? I guess maybe not, maybe not. But anyway, our gift card winners are Jay Wilson from Bluffton, Justin Lynn from Coleman, Margaret Jones from Romulus, and Mike Farmer from Portland. Hey, Mike Farmer! (laughs) I got a suspicion he's not listening right now, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'll call him. I'll call him. (laughs) So we appreciate all. We appreciate uh, you um, putting your information out there for uh, our listeners to hear. And uh, congratulations on being the gift card winner. So we will be getting you those gift cards uh, very soon, and they'll be coming to your location uh, quickly. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. It has been fun. Uh, I'm not sure if I need to wipe more dust off the microphone from lack of use on my part the last few months or, or lack of uh, wipe the dust off my brain from being able to remember how to do this. Yes. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yes, it has been a while. We have a, you know, it's a lot going on. We have a lot of information we want to get out there, whether it's safety risk, uh, benefits, technology, uh, wellness, um, you know, there's there's a whole lot of information we want to get out there. And if you have any questions or if there's some things that you want to hear about, uh, we want you to uh, call or text questions. Uh, you can reach us at 615-257-9905. So if there's anything that you want to hear about or if you want to share, uh, please uh, reach out to us at that number, and uh, we will be happy to, to work whatever we can into a podcast episode. Yeah, coming soon, we're going to put, you're going to be able to hear the podcast in the truck on the tablet. So coming soon to a truck near you. So we're working on that in development right now. So that should also increase increase the audience yeah, it's dramatically. Pretty, it's pretty cool to see it as a public now because I have a particular podcast app that I listen to. So I've got it showing. So every time I go out and pull up my shows, you see our little icon out there. And that's pretty neat to see along with everybody else. So hopefully our listenership will continue to increase. Yeah, sounds great. All right. Alicia, thank you again for coming and joining us today. And uh, until next time, uh, y'all stay safe and take care. Bye.